ain't talking about bands, I ain't fucking with you. You ain't trying to advance, and I'm chugging the doors. See, you just do what you can, and I do what I do. Watch me do what I do. You ain't part of the plan, I ain't rolling with you. Walking and feel like the man, cause I roll with that jaws. Cause they gonna do what they can, and I do what I do. No, I'm not gonna lose. That episode is like one of the funniest to me because it's just like, you know, if MLK, MLK came back, he would say that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, I hate you niggas, I hate you niggas. And then he was like, BT is the worst. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> like, Martin Luther King went in. Michael Jackson. Usher is not a genre of music. <laughs> Martin Luther King went in on the biggest bro. And I really wasn't even mad at him. We kind of deserved it, low-key. Niggas was playing nice in there and shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. We talking about the Martin Luther King episode of Boondocks. It'll forever be just historic. I mean, that's just a great episode. But anyway, speaking of great episodes, I am your host, Niles Ashton of the Atlanta cast. Channel 310's podcast about uh, Atlanta FX every Thursday night at 10 p.m., the new season, Robin season. Uh, I got my co-host on here. Got Chris Chason and Aston Wallace. What's up, guys? Whoop diddy scoop. Uh, Poop diddy whoop. Poop. Poop. Can we can we not talk about that nigga? Because I feel like every, everything involving black people is talking about Kanye West. Our producer, Eric, just walked in. I got you some Chick-fil-A in the room, bro, so... Poop to the whoop scoop. Poop to the whoop. Yeah, yeah, man. I feed my niggas. I feed my niggas up here. You know? He did, man. He brought. Yeah, yeah, he beat. It wasn't the spicy John, but it was bomb. That wasn't spicy. Spicy John? Yeah, yeah, it was good. Just, I thought. Just yeah. black, so you're spicy. That's just naturally spicy so to that's me. That's why I order spicy. Black people, we order spicy from Chick fil A because we know that's basically that's regular. That's, yeah. So, that's how it's supposed to be. Seasoning, niggas. But anyway, so this, uh, this new episode of Atlanta, I think, was really dope. We don't see any of the. Usual actors that we're used to. We don't see Zazie Beats, her fine ass. We don't see Donald Glover. We don't see uh, Brian Tyree Henry, who plays Alfred. We don't see Lakeith. We always but we see still, children. We still, we still have, but we still Earl, have Earl, Earl and Paperboy. Paper and so, so that was uh, exciting. Um, but we see them as 12 year olds, and I thought that was really dope. They're, they're older than 12, though. You think they're older no, than 12? No, for sure. They're like, they're, they're freshmen in high school. You think so? At the, at the, at the oldest, they're freshmen. And maybe they're in middle school. I was thinking maybe seventh, eighth grade. Maybe seventh or eighth grade, but yeah. like yeah, you know, they they're yeah. the, the the implication is yeah, seven through twelve. Some of them are seven through yeah. twelve, and others are you know what I mean. So like I don't know, they're they're on the younger end, but yeah, they 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 in whatever middle school, high school, early adolescence, yeah. if you will, uh, which is a fucking uh, depending on how your time is, and depending on from day to day, is either a fucking wonderful time in life. Or a fucking just bullshit ass time in life. Yeah, I mean, I think any, I think anything from like twelve to fifteen kind of sucks, low key. Like I didn't really have a good time in high school until I could drive. Like I was sixteen, and that's when shit kind of started picking up for me. Yeah, I was, I, I was having a great time most of the time until like here. Here's how I feel about adolescence. Like, you, you, you young, fun, and free. You fucking riding bikes and skateboarding and shit and fucking playing around till fucking dark and doing whatever the fuck you do in the streets. And then every now and like, depending on who you are in life, but every now and then, like, 
Kids are dickheads, and every now and then that Man. dickhead gets turned on you. Like Dude, it's really like hard to avoid it. Did a good job just showing how mean kids are. How mean kids are, and Holy it takes its fair shit. shot amongst kids. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, I, it, it like brought me back in a way. Like I, I really felt like I was in that class. Like everything uh, just felt so real from the teacher to the way the the girl Denisha at the yeah. front responded to her. I just mean, just like, just from the top. The the going shopping with your mom. Yeah. Right. Like at the at the TJ they were obviously like at a TJ Maxx. Yeah. Or something that like type that. of shit. And like you want like, you know, if you if you don't have my parents didn't really give a fuck about us having the dopest shit necessarily out there. Uh, you know, there were some kids that wanted to keep you fresh and some parents that were shopping for deals. And so like when you're when your parents is like that, you gotta like you have to learn to shop for deals with your parents. Like know how to find cool shit that they you they can afford you know what I'm saying yeah. yeah so like that I like how they started there of that you're like mom this is this is cool in on sale like can we can I look cool yeah, yeah. I I went to private school so yeah uniforms yeah fucking weirdos <laughs> <laughs> I was public school as fuck I I went to, I went to private school we didn't have uniforms until like middle school. But then I was in so many different other activities where, like, mostly black kids that, like, you still had to have that fresh fit, though. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> like, I didn't get off easy. Like, I went I went to public school my whole life, and I remember, like, uh, you know, early speech and debate class or something. I argued in favor of school uniforms just so kids did not right. have to go through the process of it having to be rough. compete over what kind of shit they got I on. Remember, like, I went to a private school. Niggas was roasting your shoes because that was the only thing. The shoes is the f- – yeah. Uh, if you go to private school, yeah, yeah that's all you got. School, that's the thing that you got to show your originality. So mm-hmm. niggas is Roasted shoes. Yeah, bro. I know some niggas. I was got it for the shoes. You got it for the shoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got roasted for the shoes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I look like I had these. You had the uh, you had the Velcro original, joints. Original, I can't remember. You had the vel- you had the light up joints, Chris. No, no, no. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. But the, <laughs> you had bobos. Is that you? Bobos. They make your feet feel fine. Bobos. They cost a dollar ninety nine. Said they look like they were older than me. I think. Oh. Uh, <laughs> are, are they the ones you have on right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? <laughs> Dude, I, I've never, I've never given a fuck about shoes. Now, I mean, I, I like that shit. I used, to, I used to like give a fuck about shoes when I couldn't afford them, and I was like, Mom, Dad, give me these shoes, give me these shoes. Like as soon as I get older, I'm gonna buy all them. Now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You guys are right. Yeah, this is stupid. Like, what, like, nigga, give me free shoes. Like that's, I got, I got like creative Rex on that. My homie hooked me up with. Uh, so like I mean they're fucking like he ain't, he don't even work there no more he don't wear them shit so I'm like nigga they was free though all right yeah let me wear the free shoes uh but yeah so it started off there and then they took it to school and like they they really hit on each yeah you know I mean it's like the bus the bus was a cold place too like that's where all fights really pop off. Like in the morning, even like you can get knocked out in the morning on the bus. Uh, the bus was one of the more, like more so, like everyone like really kind of goes at the the lunchroom. But I always felt like the bus was the most vicious place ever. Yeah, yeah. The cafeteria aid can come to you. The bus driver got to stop the fucking bus. The stories I heard, bro. The bus was like the wild, wild west, man. Like, it's like you kind of got away with whatever didn't get seen. Oh yeah, you know so like and I, the back of the bus, nigga. I was low key a bus bully, like low, like oh. I was low key. Uh, Damn, uh, 
you know. Come on, Aston. I was no, I was I wasn't like I wasn't a full on bus bully though. I was more of a bully of bullies. Like I was nice to the nerd kids on the bus, but if you fucked with the nerd kids on the bus but weren't in the back of the bus, then I'm gonna fuck you up. Like that's who I was. Like I was what's the worst thing you did on a bus? Fuck, I don't even. Nah, yeah, not too bad. Just clown niggas and shit, man. I don't know. Probably a wedgie or some shit. Like that was, that was the worst. That was the worst thing in my middle school experience was the wedgie patrol. Um, I think I started doing wedgies by the time I got to school. Oh no, I got I, like the wedgie patrol. I got caught by the wedgie patrol once, and the wedgie patrol. Man, this is, fucking, this is the most garbage shit that anyone ever did to people. The Wedgie Patrol, they would just, like, pick someone every day at lunch and or on the bus and Wedgie Patrol them. And they would basically find a kid and give him a Wedgie and just fucking rip his underwear off of him. And niggas' asses were, like, literally bleeding from how hard they got Wedgies. And it was, like, daily. And they would pick anyone. Like, you could be the coolest motherfucker in school if the Wedgie Patrol got you. Like... That was your day. <laughs> like, it was garbage. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. Now, is it younger than me? Like, when it, when yeah, what happened last year on the bus? Nah, what happened last year on the bus? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I graduated high school five years ago. I graduated in high school in 2014, nigga. Don't even. <laughs> 13. For real? Yeah, 13. You graduated high school in 2013? I did. God damn it. God damn yeah, nigga, I'm that good. Okay, all right. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, I remember niggas getting wedgies in like eighth grade. I remember one dude got a wedgie. His little asshole started bleeding. Yeah, man. And, uh, his mom made like a complaint to the school. Uh, Cause he a little bitch. What he go on? Or deny that I was a part of it. Yeah, <laughs> I have. Listen, I've I been part of the wedgie on, patrol and I've been victim of the wedgie I might patrol. Pulled on the elastic a few times. I don't know. Cause kids are assholes. Like, kids in the navy now. So. Oh, he's killed so many people just thinking about you. No, we're cool. We're actually really good friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, we're good friends. Probably nigga snap. Dude, but like. Yeah. So the conflict in the show, the crucial, the crucial conflict. The bull, like the bullying that goes on, and then also just like. Well, no, the, the passiveness by other people because just like, all right, I don't want to stop the bully because if I stop the bully, they're gonna roast my ass. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but and that was a lot of middle school, I think. I, I don't think they ever showed the conflict in that in anyone. Like no one Earn. seemed well Earn, but he was the he was just trying not to be the victim. He was, yeah, right. That's the thing. Right. Like no one else was not trying to be the victim. They were all very like including his friends. As soon as it was like, all right. So the the fucking the 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 deal is Earn's mom. Earn gets his mom to buy him a Fubu shirt, which right. was like yeah. I mean back then that John. I personally never liked that fucking yellow and blue fubu shirt, but whatever. I had, I had the blue. I had the reverse. I had the reverse. I had the navy blue with the yellow numbers. So how like, were you around when that shit came out? Yeah, no, 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 you, you had the fucking baby fubu. Were you no, in a crib in the fucking fubu? I was in elementary school and middle school with fubu, bro. I don't believe that shit. <laughs> I did. I had the navy blue with the yellow numbers, and it had the yellow fubu on the back. And I had the shorts that went with it too. Like, mine came with the the jersey and the shorts. Because it was a fucking two-piece kid set off the fucking kid's rack back when the FUBU came out. When you was around, it was like it came in a little... Yeah, it was, it was like, a onesie. Was like you had a FUBU onesie. Yeah, like, <laughs> like eight or nine. All right. FUBU was the truth. Yeah, but like... So he got his like FUBU John. I was more of a Pelly Pell guy. Uh, but he had the... Uh, <laughs> wow. Lame. FUBU was trash. Uh, You're trash, nigga. Uh, I had the style. It's called fashion. Look it up. Uh, 
But he gets his fubu and he comes in, he's styling like real, real. I like how low key he was up before the alarm and shit. Like he was, was ready. Cool. This was about he to was be ready. his fucking day. He was ready. Like he was about to be on. And uh, they get to school. Everyone's popping on him. Little girls like it and shit. His little girl Erica sees him. Yeah, whatever. I like that. I was yeah, like, good for, good for yeah. Her. I was excited about that. And then homie sits down and uh, sits next to him, and clearly. Clearly has the better put together yeah. shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, why are they sitting there debating this? This ain't that hard to tell. It's like, <laughs> I feel bad for her, man. My my nigga, my nigga, my nigga that came in had the patch on his joint. The patch like, on it, it was, it was. The, the even the color was like a little bit. Even the yellow on it was a little bit better. Like, yeah. Every, like, <laughs> damn, Ern, you got the cheap one, bro. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. what, what Alfred told me, that's why you can't be buying shit that's on sale. You got to get you some money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like y'all are 13. That's all. Yeah, that was my favorite thing was just how materialistic and into like money these kids were. Yeah, <laughs> like it was. It's just like because like looking at it as an adult, I'm just like, why does it matter if it's fake? Who cares? Cause, cause I'm a, I'm a broke ass adult, you know. Yeah, right. But as when I was when I was that at that age, like, nah, nigga, my shit ain't fake. My shit ain't fake. If somebody, if I would like tonight, I'm gonna be at the comedy store. If somebody looks at my bomber jacket and says, "Hey, nigga, I think this shit is fake." I'm like, yeah, that means I save money. Fuck you, and I'm gonna go drink my tequila. Well, yeah, like, yeah, but it, but you know, like when you're grown, getting bagged on ain't that bad. Exactly. Like when you're in school and you see these people yeah. every day, and when that's your whole social life. When you're like you're grown, you know everything's a scam now. Yeah. Everything's right. a scam. Everybody, everybody's not, not broke. Everybody knows that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Some people are still, like, that's what matters. Right, I don't yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> but anyway, but, like, when you're 12, 13, 14, like, that is the whole entire world, what these people think of you in that moment, you know? And uh, you can tell Ern was worried, like, oh, shit, they gonna throw my shit is fake. Mm -hmm. And maybe that makes the ending even worse. Yeah. You know? Because... Yeah. Like the difference, and like, cause what, like the whole that whole the whole other dude's whole demeanor. Like, not only did his shirt look realer, he had a better haircut. Yeah, he had he had this fucking he had the fucking studs in his ear and you shit. Heard, if you overheard him, you can't really hear it that well. He said, "I got all the Jordans." Like, yeah, yeah. Like, he said, "Earn me coming to school every day, looking like a bum." You right, know my shit not fake. Yeah, and so uh, yeah, so he he felt like he was supposed to have that title. And then and then he go, "Yeah, man, he's not cool. His dad's like 30. Like, which was like real. Like that was like, you know that his dad one had him with like." So he's 30. We're assuming that they're what, like 13, right? So, so his dad had him in high school. Yeah, like 17, 18, which his means still young and pop. His dad's still trying to look cool. His dad ain't keeping the house life together, but he's going to make sure his son come to school fresh. Right. Like the niggas that was in front of me in the movies the other day. And I, I saw like three. It was fucked up at the movies the other day. And his family, his Mexican family, was taking all along and shit. There was five Infinity fucking kids. War. I don't care about the story. It was for Infinity War. I was waiting to see Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was waiting to see Infinity War. And yeah, guy, he got five of his kids there. And all of the boys are from fucking, and, and the dad too, are fucking head to toe Fitted. Jordan gear. All of them, just yeah, yeah, all of them. He cheating on his Jordan, wife. Jordan, 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 <laughs> and and he is definitely cheating on his wife. And then his two little girls just had the most fucking generic ass clothes I've ever uh, seen before. Uh, 
And I was like, man, dip, dip your daughters too, man. I was like, oh, my son's going to have Jordanette. Jordanette. Uh, there's they, a fucking pony on your shirt. Infinity War? They were also going to go see Infinity okay, War. So they made one good decision. Though. We all saw Infinity Great War together. Movie. Yeah. I'm a little pissed. I came up with a really good joke, but it has a spoiler, so I can't use it. So. Fuck these niggas, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I respect seen it by the now. spoiler alert. I, I respect the spoiler, too. Good-ass movie, and it's it's been 10 years of build-up. I can't. I, I'd hate to spoil that for somebody. I agree. I generally agree on spoilers, but uh, you can give it a week. And then you can so spoil shit. Week and you think I can say my joke? Yeah, the thing is a fucking cultural phenomenon now. People know people are spoiling it. You gotta assume the shit's been spoiled Dude, already. When that news, when the newest Star Wars came out in 2015, I remember the night it came out, people were writing like Han Solo dies on like walls and shit in like Walmart, and like people were like buying things and seeing that on like furniture and yeah. walls. And, like what the fuck? Did Han Solo die? Yeah, that was nigga. Like, I saw that shit and still don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember that? You don't remember that? <laughs> Yeah. Kylo, Kylo Ren stabbed him. Unreal. I don't no. know anything. I've seen every Star Wars movie. I don't know anything that happens in the whole universe. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't like, know. There's a dude and a robot. Like a Zook alive. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. A girl with uh, buns or some shit. I don't give a fuck. You can, you can like spoil. <laughs> you got some buns. Some buns. Yeah, I yeah I don't know about like fucking spoil that shit, man. It's not even a real universe. Niggas is fucking crying. Oh no! It's, it's a good ass joke. Man, drop that shit, bro. All right. Fuck these people. I'm going to do it on the mic. What's more important, them enjoying the movie or your comedy? Ooh. Right? Like, tell, come tell on. That. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, this is, my, this is my comedy career, nigga. Man. But, yeah, so, like, they're picking on both. And so, like, they start to pick but on so both of them. They start to pick on, right. So, like, first, Earn is, That's like, what I thought they, was really right. cool about the episode. they call Earn out. They but then it's just, like, nah, these kids just want to be assholes. Right. <laughs> They're like, his shit fake too. It's <laughs> like, so y'all not gonna let at least one nigga win? Damn! Like, we just right now because we just like, who can we fuck with right now? It's like the only deal is like, who are you trying to fuck with? Like, kids are just assholes. And like, and like, here's the hard thing for like to be a kid, right? And and we go through this like still in life generally now, but like, sometimes the spotlight hits you. And like sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad, but the spotlight is constantly fucking moving, right? But like as a kid, when it hits you and it's your day to get fucking shit on, like there is nothing that could be fucking possibly worse ever. Like you're like, this is no one is ever gonna get over this. No one's ever gonna live this down. This is fucking me forever. Nigga. And so it's the worst thing, like and and earn scared, like it's the Bro, worst thing in his life. Sixth grade, dog. Unless you scrap. I ran out Unless in my, scrap. I ran out <laughs> in scrap my underwear, bro. I ran out in my underwear. I didn't I didn't get to live that down for like a week until I finally like I pressed the nigga and I was like, look, stop. <laughs> and then there's like, alright, we're gonna leave Niles alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's really, he's really feeling this shit. But nah, like, unless you throw hands, like, yeah, it, throw it. That's what you. Like, that was, me. that was me. I was like, like, you're not gonna beat my ass though. Like, it's not gonna stop. Yeah, yeah. That was me. I throw shit at kids. I was not gonna take it all day. Like, it was not going. It was like, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, nah, it was a dude. That's all. I usually, I usually, I usually don't respond to male friend requests. I don't. If I don't know you, I don't know you. You you might be the raw booty warrior or something like that from Boondocks. I don't know you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like you, and, and I, I want, want you. you. <laughs> we can do this the easy way or the hard oh, way. I feel um, like we're talking about Boondocks as much as we're talking about it. <laughs> right? We podcast. started with Boondocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. This, this, this 
kind of um, it feels boondocky to me, just like in its uh, awareness. Uh, so yeah, I do. I I I, don't, I, I think every sh- every comedy that has black consciousness in it kind of has a little boondocks in it because everybody that makes that you obviously watched boondocks. Like Aaron Magruder, every I feel like every like black comedian after two thousand seven, like Aaron Magruder definitely has a little influence on what you talk about and like kind of your themes because yeah. the Boondocks is just amazing and yeah. all the characters are just like dope. So, yeah. but definitely Atlanta does have a little bit, a bit like the way they approach commentary and stuff. Like you can definitely you definitely can see Donald like binging Boondocks. You know, oh how about that fucking substitute teacher? Bruh, <laughs> nigga, that kid said, when that fat substitute teacher sat down, that nigga said, earthquake, I died, bro. Oh, such a fucking little dick. Because, like, that kid was terrible because the next class, like, Ern looks over and that nigga's just looking at him, like, trying to smell blood in the water. Yeah. Like, he just, like, it's like roasting somebody is, like, he has to, it's like That's he feeds off like, of it. Yeah, like, like, he gets off on, like, I roast niggas. Like, like, I can't wait to be a comedian one day. Yeah, that kid is yeah. probably a comedian. Mm-hmm. He's probably bombing. on the little, on the chitlin circuit bombing because exactly, he does because exactly. he doesn't have jokes. He yeah. just ha, 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 oh, look at this nigga right here. Look at this nigga net right now. Look at that. He's <laughs> he's like an off brand like Def Jam nigga. Yeah, like he just true. talks about niggas' moms that's and it, dude, talks yeah. about how he got a side bitch and shit. Like that's Stop all he talks about. To fucking roast all day. Like that. Yeah. Like oh nigga, who wanna get roasted? Who wanna get roasted? That's definitely like, him. Write a joke, motherfucker. That's <laughs> definitely him. Yeah. And you can tell that shit hurt too. But they showed the substitute teacher sitting there. I was like, was man, sad, fuck. <laughs> that I was felt, sad. I felt bad, and I was like, yo, kids are assholes. And then I remember I fat shame roasted somebody today on Twitter. And, <laughs> uh, and I was he like, looked oh, kind of like him, too. I, oh, <laughs> man, yeah. But it got me It got me shout-outs from, uh, what's her name, Padma Lakshmi? Lakshmi? What's, what's her name? Y'all know her name. Yeah, you said her Padma Lakshmi. Padma y- Lakshmi, yeah, yeah. She, she liked a few of my tweets today from fat shaming I do. So, hey, guys, that works out. Yeah, Shout-out to... Oh, let me shout out this person. dude too. He broke. He did not. This dude, he, he's tight, man. I should, I should have been nicer to him. Uh, fucking uh, Michael W. Twitty, who was the first black man to win the James Board, the James Beard Award for books, which is fucking impressive. And they posted a picture of his big. Wait, ass. why? Why? Not, well, now I'm confused. Why was he holding a plate of biscuits? What does that have to do with a book? It was a. He's a culinary historian, and apparently he knows about biscuits. So they had. And like, like it's not a strong enough relationship relationship to me. Hold on, but also, <laughs> but also, call me crazy though. Call me crazy, and I like this dude. Like we've talked now, and he's real cool, and I'm following him and shit. Michael Michael Twitty, he's the winner of the, the book award. But don't he look like a slave owned biscuit? What is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> did you see this? <laughs> that nigga look like an extra in Twelve Years a Slave. Well, I don't know. He looks like a he looks like an extra in the Kanye version, Twelve Years of Choice. So I don't know. I don't know, nigga. You, one, you said we are not talking about Kanye. <laughs> if you're not talking about Kanye, you were not going to slam the Kanye. Because then I had to defend Kanye, and I don't want to have to go here. That nigga do look like he in Twelve Years of Choice though. Don't Father Stretch My Hands was a hit. Anyway, okay. They so. were all hits. He's had fucking eight, nine straight albums. I hit. never said he didn't ask that nigga. <laughs> A chance to be as racist as he needs to be for a second before he drops his next fucking album. Oh maybe that, maybe Biscuit Duke could get the same lipo that uh, Kanye con- got. See, 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 this is a problem. See, we don't learn as kids. We got this whole episode where they clowning people. This nigga said, because y'all made for the Rob. You know why we made for the Rob? Because Rob's fat, okay? Because <laughs> you know, Rob is fucking y'all fat. Out here fat shaming. 
That was messed up when they called Kanye fat because Kanye was reacting to the medication he was on. Rob is fat over years of collection of grease, fat, and not doing shit. And not doing shit. Okay, and selling socks and not exercising. That's why Rob's fat. Kanye was taking meds. We can make fun of Rob as much as we fucking want. The record is I call them both fat. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Where's the thing? Kanye, 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 I fuck with you, bro. I hope you get some help. That's all. I hope we get help, too. I hope both of y'all get help, all right? Cause right now this nigga is he's got nine classic albums. He's about to drop another four classic albums, like four or five classic albums. He's on TV all day. I don't know what y'all credits is. Like I got, I got mad motherfuckers right now talking about what Kanye needs while they trying to get on. I got some nigga Van something with his little podcast popping right now talking about fuck Kanye, nigga. I didn't know your name last week. You was the nigga on the back of TMZ for the last five years. Now all of a sudden you spoke to Kanye. You met. Kanye West, she never going to fail, nigga. Like, let, get put on by Kanye right now. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. That was a great reference to Chance the Rapper's verse in Ultralight Beam. Aston Wallace, the Kanye historian. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Kanye West, man. I do. I love Kanye. I love his fat ass, too. Wow. Artist shit. You don't get to tell your artists to chill the fuck out. If you love your I just fucking going artists, way you the ride way. with them, you ride with their vision, you don't get to pick what side you get it in. You get them for their good and you get them for their bad. And they fat. Shut the fuck up or mm-hmm. step the fuck off. But what if you're a Louis C.K. fan? He <laughs> break the law, so like, <laughs> Damn. That's Damn. That's wow. your choice. You get to make your choices. You can choose not to fuck with them. How many comics knew that Louis C.K. was jerking off in front of people? Yeah, we all knew that. We all knew that shit before last year. Louis C.K. and everybody made mad niggas made the decision to rock with him after that shit. So don't nobody play. I got mad niggas riding for Bill Cosby and R. Kelly and all these other niggas. That this is all. This is all about Kanye. This is all about Kanye. You don't care about none of them comics. Shut up. Hit nobody. Ain't go upside nobody's head. He ain't jerk off in front of nobody. He ain't rape nobody. He ain't kill nobody. Oh, he just got fat. Fuck that nigga. Um, yeah, he just got fat. So. <laughs> I don't rock with any of them niggas. But anyway. He don't got nine. Uh, nine classic albums is a stretch. So but it, goes, but he's dope. He's mad dope. It goes to, uh, <laughs> we see Alfred in his little JROTC uniform in the principal's office. Because apparently he stole a calculator. But he was also selling things on canvas that this kid bought. And so he, like, kind of tricked the system into being like, all right, well, if that's the case, we both going to get in trouble, nigga. And then the principal was like, all right, leave. <laughs> like, I love that he did that, though. That was Because you know they wanted to just stick it with, like, just stick it on him. Right. Like, you know, I I, like, I, I feel like, I don't know how to do it, but I feel like they do black kids dirty, though. Like, they always they always suspend black kids and and they give like they'll give white kids or or like non black kids a slap on the wrist like right. that's like there's like data that like proves yeah, that shit too. That. Yeah. So I don't love that he. Like, is that the case? I mean, I'm sure it's the case. Like, I went to a school with mostly white kids, so like that was like a thousand percent the case there. Like, they had they had a class in my in my elementary school, and it kind of like carried into middle school too. That was basically like the bad kids class and it was like the behavioral problems class mm-hmm. and they just put every kid from the projects in that class just off jump just put all of them in there and like we was just like and like people were like yeah that's the bad kid class i'm like nigga vin is the nicest nigga i've ever met before in my life like that 
That dude right there is like the smartest, nicest person you ever met. Like, mm, he's bad. Like, no, nah, like that's that's really how they set it up. So you know he's trying to stick it to him, but you also know uh, that Al stole that motherfucking calculator. So like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like no chance he did. So you gotta kind of. It's like that. It's like that opening scene in Crash, where <laughs> like this is where they end up robbing a couple. Right after, right after they had that long, <laughs> they had a long yeah. talk. <laughs> you see her grab her purse. Did she just? We're black, so we're gonna do something. Like, oh yeah, well we do like, got guns. Because the first thing Alfred said in there is like racism. Like that's, yes. that's hilarious. Racism. That's hilarious. Like he already knew how to play the game at that young. Like I fuck with Alfred. But yeah, I think it was just funny just showing how like Ern was kind of goofy as a young kid, and then like Alfred was like already sure of himself as a kid, which is yeah. very interesting. And it kind of, which is which is interesting to show like them as adults now. Uh, after showing like what their experiences were in middle school, so I thought that was really dope. Yeah. They show how different they were, and then like I thought it was cool how they showed how like Alfred really looked out for him when they were younger. So like, yeah. and so basically, when you see the things that go on now in their adulthood, you can't say Paperboy doesn't care about Earn. He cares about him. It's just he's got to do what's best for him. You know, it's cool. I, he looked out for him, and but he wasn't like uh, like a bodyguard either. Like he didn't show up and just like whoop his ass as he because that would have gotten him roasted just again. He didn't even let him know he was gonna be there to do it for him. Yeah, he was kind of like yeah. I mean, you got to figure this out, and, I, and he just happened to be there. And I think the fact that he didn't even tell him he was gonna be there shows how much he does care about him, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel I don't think any at any part during the season have you ever gotten the impression that he doesn't care about Earn because really Earn showed up with some qualifications and got the job done like a little bit in season one. But this season, like he was, he's clearly hanging on he's out of love. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like he says, sometimes family's not enough. Like he's, it's, it's out of love. Like he clearly loves this dude. Yeah. Uh, and he's always it's, loved him as a kid. But it's like, yo, fuck, nigga. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, I can't do all this for you. You can't, you can't make yeah. something happen for somebody. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, but he was still like there for him in the end. Uh, I like that the, like that. I was, I, I thought, I thought <laughs> the dude who was going to show up. And uh, because they kept it was Johnny, yeah. I'm like, Johnny's just gonna be like the coolest, nigga, right? right. But I was expecting like Johnny is yeah. like that nigga that knows, and then Johnny's just like the Asian boy who knows fucking where shit's made. I wasn't, I was, <laughs> y'all were surprised. I, I was not surprised it was an Asian kid. Oh, really? I was not surprised. I was just like, they just brought in the kid with sweatshop knowledge. Like, <laughs> I thought it was about to be some little light skinned nigga with, yeah. with like the cool hair. And a cool fit and everything. Yeah, I was like, I was like, How and then when this little Asian kid popped up, it was like, "Yep, this shit from blank Bangladesh, nigga." I was like, "What?" I, from China. <laughs> I guess I was a little surprised he was like, kind of like a like squirrely, like nerdy kind of kid. But he won that squeeze at that Tommy Hilfiger on his. But shit. he, but he, but he was That's like, name is brand But I thought, I thought maybe he would be like have some size on him or something. Yeah. But like, was I wasn't Tommy surprised Hilfiger he was Asian before, though. Before the Tommy Hilfiger rebellion, that was like, that was before Tommy Hilfiger. Did he even actually say that racist shit that he was supposed to have said back then? Yeah. He did. Oh no, they all said racist shit. Man. Yeah, it's fashion. Uh, it's fashion. But I like never even knew that was just like nah. He said Lauren Hill's a nigger and uh, like I was like <laughs> 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 just like wild out on the stories with Tommy Hilfiger and shit. And I was like, yep, believe it all. Here with it. Uh, <laughs> Tossed his shirt out. That was fake. I think I had a fake Tommy Hilfiger. I can't believe they needed this. They needed that. First of all, the, the fact that they even needed Johnny, and then the fact that they let. Uh, Al just completely yeah, dissuade yeah, like him. Yeah, dissuade him that fast. So it's like this dude walks up. I mean, I guess I assume they, they know him, but like, I mean, they, <laughs> no, they had to. They had to not just know him 
They had to have known him and feared him to have not questioned that. Yeah. There had to be like a situation where like, oh shit, it's Al. We can't question Al. Like yeah. otherwise it was just something. Alfred obviously already had a certain amount of clout. Yeah, because otherwise it's like you this nigga's cousin, of course you're gonna lie for Exactly. They might not have known that was his cousin though. That's that's also true. Then Alfred was obviously that cool. Yeah. But like if they were like, no, the dude we've been waiting all day for to come to school who knows the difference. Just called out that the shirt that looks like it's the right shirt is it's the, the right, right shirt. shirt. <laughs> and this nigga's cousin came up and said he was wrong. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, I don't know if I'm with that. Uh, but, you know, I, I believe that Al has that kind of sway that no one's going to call him out on it. Right. Yeah. Uh, and and, and, and so, then they, so all, yeah. yeah, all the blame gets thrown off of uh, Earn. Uh, and obviously that kid, I thought he was just going, I thought the kid was going to take an ass whooping. I thought they were going to just like beat the fuck out of him or some shit yeah. and it was just going to be rough. Yeah, which might have been better because that would have, like, that's probably the end of it. Like, they whip his ass and it's over. But right. instead, they just keep following him around, keep bagging on him, throw shit on him, or, uh, at him as, as he's getting on the bus. Like, yeah, so it got, I, it just kept going. And you know, it's like, all right, unless something else happens tomorrow, I'm going to get the same shit tomorrow. And, so. uh, well, I was really sick. Like, here, like, when he was on the bus, I was just, like, real sad for, like, him and his parents. Um, because, you know, his dad went through the nice gesture of buying him this nice jersey, and whether it's real or not, he can never wear this jersey to school again. Like, this jersey right. just retired for him. He's going to dead be like, what, what do you mean you can't wear that jersey? Right. How much I pay for that jersey? You're going to wear that jersey back to school. I don't care what them kids say. You go back there, you tell exactly. them kids, real. Like, dad, it's not like that. And then, like, he's feeling extra bad. That's right. what I was thinking when he's getting on the bus. Yeah. Of that struggle that he and, has right there. And, like, I I thought it was building up, like, okay, that kid's going to want to fight Earn, maybe. And, like, now you get to see Earn fight as a kid. And now you see why this nigga can't fight as an adult. I thought that's what, I thought that was, I thought that was going to be a funny, I thought it was going to be, like, a funny-ass ending. I thought it was about to be a really, very comical ending, and then no. I thought he was going to get this shit kicked out of him, and then it was just going to crossfade and then it ended guy into another Right. <laughs> And so it ended. It made you think all these things, and it ends in the most Atlanta way possible, and just in the f- most fucked up extreme, you know. And the thing is, it's not so extreme because that shit happens. It happens. And it's sad, but the kid that did have the real Fubu shirt, which is fucked up, kills himself. You find out on Monday, he commits suicide, and like it's just like all the kids don't even know how to act, like react. I I I, I, I want to know how to. Because I think, because, like, one thing I've learned about, like, suicide is just, like, the way they do it definitely kind of shows what they were feeling at that time and stuff like that. So, yeah, it does show what's available. Or what they've seen other people try. Right. Or where, where their imagination was at at the time. And so that was just really sad that the fact that, like, all that build up went into this kid that just killed himself. And, 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 and the thing was, like, you know, you kind of say to yourself for a second, you go, oh, that stupid that he killed himself over this jersey but then you know they go nah he's going through all this other shit his parents are getting a divorce and you know there's it's a hard time in his house so when things are bad and like his dad this is now now you see like it's the shirt his dad like kind of got probably as like a little extra john like feel better he's supposed to go to school he's feeling like shit and these kids and and, and that's like the thing that pushes them over and like you never know what you're fucking with with somebody. Like you might be like, oh, like every, I, you know, I've had a bunch of people kill themselves in my life, and uh, every time like they'll be like, you know, it's it's always like that. We never would have thought. It's we never would have thought, or like, 
oh, over this or over that, like that last thing that pushes them over the edge is what you yeah. blame it on, and you're like, right. no, nigga, they was they was standing by the edge, and you just kept pushing them. Yeah, yeah. so it wasn't and just. It was, it was it really at the end, because I feel like Earn like it's it, everything else seemed fine, like for him, like he didn't seem like. Like, his home life seemed fine. Like, yeah. his relationship with his mom seemed fine. You know, the girl kind of thought he was cute. He might yeah. get played out with him a little bit. Like, yeah. you know, he's, like, a little so like a little if nerdy. Gets, if he gets it over this jersey, that's, like, one thing. You know, it's, like, not a big deal, probably. Uh, Whereas, like, the jersey might have been, like, this jersey represented more to the other kid. So, yeah. it was, like, this is this one win is that he can look fresh yeah. going to school. But, and but, it got taken away from him by, by kids who can't tell. At the same time, we don't know that. Say it would have fallen on Earn, and uh, you know whatever attention turned to Earn, and Earn took it bad, right? You don't know what direction it would have would have pushed Earn in, or where Earn might have, like how that experience would have affected him either way. You know what I mean? Earn, Earn, ain't shooting nobody. Earn a bit. <laughs> I I, th- I really thought we might find out. Uh, for some reason, I thought we might find out uh, why he got kicked out of Princeton. I thought that might come up in this episode. I need but... to know this. You thought that was going to come up in the episode where he was a, a freshman in high school? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know going to skip ahead. It's compressed time. They gonna, it's a, you don't know how much time they're going to cover. It's like, no, no, no. This nigga Chris will crack. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is one episode we ain't hiring shit this for. He got no sense. <laughs> He's 13. How the fuck are you gonna get kicked out of Princeton before he even gets there? He might have. He did. He did some egregious offense that they just <laughs> right. that they just found out about late years later when he got to Princeton. <laughs> uh, so Ern, do you remember that time in high school when that kid killed himself with that Fubu shirt? Well, <laughs> well, one one of, one of these episodes we're gonna find out how uh, Ern got kicked out of. Princeton. Don't tell them what and you're gonna, gonna find and out. It's gonna it's gonna tie back into this, and y'all gonna look stupid as. You are gonna look stupid as fuck. <laughs> I don't think we're ever gonna find out. One, and I think one reason maybe they showed this was because I think this is something it might still bother Ern and Alfred to this day in their thirties. You know what I'm saying? Because like <laughs> Alfred pops up and goes, "No, nah, this nigga got the fake shirt." And then Ern, you know, kind of like, "All right, sweet, I got my W." What was that W worth? This kid, right, killing himself. But the thing is, you don't know that's gonna happen. Like it just happened. No, no, yeah, you know? and, and like the first, for, you know, and he gets home. And they're like, you know, oh, don't like let us know if anyone's making fun of you. Like right. you and your cousin got to look out after each other. And they're like, kids, we're bullying me. My cousin did look out for me. Yeah, and it resulted in this dude yeah, being dead himself. somewhere. So yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it might still bother Ern and Alfred to this day. And it's also like, I mean, yeah, that the lesson is fuck out of me. It made me think about some kids. I might I said some things too when I was in middle school and high school. Like shit. Man, I've gone I on. Said I've gone on two apology tours as an adult. Really? Like two, two just I, like hitting people up and being on, like, like an apology tour. Like yeah. in eighth grade, I just a few people that there, you know you were kind of yeah. There yeah. were some people I made cry in yeah. high school, but you know, fuck them. There's. <laughs> I'm Y'all pretty sure. Yeah, I I definitely I, made I, like I, one skinhead. I definitely like I know like after dealing with me, he just hated black people from now on. Like, he was just like, <laughs> yeah, he like moved to Pittsburgh and uh, it was weird. Like you know, we lived in Philly. He moved to Pittsburgh and then like my my soft my sophomore no my junior year roommate like you know we lived together. I'm looking through his uh, yearbook and I was like, 
Yo, that nigga goes to your high school? He went to my high school. And he was like, that kid was weird as fuck, man. He came over there. He hated black people. He was too. I was like, I think I did that. I think I think I I think I think he left our school because <laughs> I think y'all's egos are, are tripping right now. I don't think y'all had that much of an effect on these kids. I hope I, not. I, I hope not. I think <laughs> I think y'all like I fucked that nigga up and I know I I think y'all <laughs> I know I was on one kid's list. Cause they asked, they asked him if you if you could kill anyone who and this was like Columbine years when I was around there and he's like yeah instead of just fucking like yeah if you could get anyone who would you get and he pointed he pointed right at me first <laughs> <laughs> and I was like nigga you ain't killing nobody I dare I wish you would I wish you would <laughs> well if anybody went to high school and uh with Aston Wallace uh, there's this thing called therapy and uh, it probably would help you. Very much. This has been a great episode. I think we this has been very fun. We thought about the past. It was a little nostalgic. We thought Fubu, Tommy Hilfiger, like man, sitting with the thinking about the teacher rolling the TV into the classroom, yeah. all we that shit. Earned, but that's the thing. No, you <laughs> are a black. You are. You are. I, I mean, shit. I mean, shit. Ask Tamir. Hey, ask Tamir Rice's folks, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like you the niggas got to be grown ass adults at 12. I know. It's crazy. Damn, we end ended that on a sad note. Thanks, Chris. Um God damn. Hey, Fubu nigga, Fubu for us, by us. we were just talking about suicide. Why you got to make it all dark, Chris? We all the only thing we the only thing we talked about was suicide shit. FUBU, nigga. Anyway, uh, I just want everybody to respect FUBU, respect Kanye, respect his agency, pray for that nigga. He need help. Uh, and uh, LeBron James is the greatest basketball player to ever play. So this has been a great podcast episode. Uh, I've been Niles Absent. Beating up on point guards. Chris. <laughs> mismatch, nigga. <laughs> Chris Chason. Aston Wallace, this is the Atlanta cast. Man, this is a great show. We're great niggas, and we just be talking about this shit. And I think I think y'all are just really enjoying this stuff. When one of us has our Kanye breakdown, I think you'll feel sorry for us because you got to grow with us, you know what I mean? So it's I guarantee it. I guarantee it's Aston. I guarantee it's Aston. Whatever racist symbol in 2020, whatever, when he gets on is popular, I'm pretty sure Aston will be wearing that on his T-shirt. So, uh... Like I said, I've been Niles Absent. Make America great again. Y'all have a good night. This is Juice by Mark Hayes. Hello. Every day I wake up, I be on it. Take it every single day. Want it. Wait, buddy, please don't call my line. Cause I ain't got no time. You ain't talking about bands. I ain't fucking with y'all. You ain't tryna advance and I'm chugging the doors. See, you just do what you can and I do what I do. Watch me do what I do If you ain't part of the plan Then I ain't rollin' with you Walkin' and feel like the man Cause I roll with that juice Cause they gonna do what they can And I do what I do No, I'm not gonna lose When I pull up, it be clean I be feelin' so fly Smell like a pound of that tree I be getting so high No, I don't need a visine I got nothing to hide Be high for the rest of my life Goddamn, I'm so proper 
Guess you could blame my father Turn a broke nigga to a scholar Damn, maybe could've been a doctor That wasn't my ambition Money, good weed, and the bitches Damn, now you got my attention Came in a rap game, bitches on the west side Moving solo Cause they ain't wanna fuck with me when funds were solo Left us here with nothing, almost moved that car call Free my cousin, meet you, nigga, fuck the po-po You ain't talking about bands, I ain't fucking with y'all You ain't tryna advance, and I'm chugging the doors See, you just do what you can, and I do what I do Watch me do what I do If you ain't part of the plan, then I ain't rolling with y'all Walking and feel like the man, cause I roll with that jaws Cause they gonna do what they can, and I do what I do no, I'm not gonna lose. Yeah. Came a long way from the city, so cold. RIP to the ones that ain't make it. Gotta go hard for the fan back home, and I tell them just be patient. Detroit City is the city where I'm from, but the A-Shine is the city where I'm king. Where I recognize my dream, where this cage bird might sing. Kick down those spreading my wings. Like a large one back in 95, I start collecting my rings. And I know the future might bring more money, more problems. I got the hustle, can't knock it. See me shine, they gon' call them. Back then they left me on the south side, rolling solo. And they ain't wanna fuck with me when I was so broke I'm out here shooting action movies out in Noho But still got love for third war to that fofo You ain't talking about bands, I ain't fucking with y'all You ain't trying to advance and I'm chugging the doors See you just do what you can and I do what I do Watch me do what I do You ain't part of the plan, I ain't rolling with y'all and feel like a man cause I roll with that jaws Cause they gonna do what they can and I do